0: Rid it, dit, to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, March 11th. It is a crazy world we're living in. (laughs) NCAA tournament just announced like probably an hour ago now that there will be no fans except for uh, media family and essential personnel at NCAA basketball games. March Madness. It's It's madness. So here's the thing, though. Are like is the SEC tournament still going to have fans? I guess for now. So what are you really doing? <laughs> it's still large groups of people getting together. Yeah. That are going to be near the players now who are participating in the tournament. I mean, I feel like you need to make a. You might as well have just made a full blanket rule of nobody can attend any of these tournaments, right? Yeah, you would think that would end up being the case. Maybe so. Maybe we'll hear some, but. Uh, Games start tomorrow at... Yeah, and you have, you're have you going to have to refund all that money. I, I guess. I mean, maybe because it's in Tennessee, then, you know, you it's not really big here yet. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, there's people coming from all over, so... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's wild. I mean, God, I just wish people were, like, kind of responsible. I just told you. You know, we just talked about that dude in St. Louis. Like, don't be an idiot. Don't be selfish. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It's it's mind-boggling, but hey, we're here. Um, I don't have the coronavirus, I don't think, yet. And if we're, I do, I'd like to go ahead and apologize to Landon for passing <laughs> it along to him. Um, we'll be uh, quarantined in here. And, yeah, uh, we'll just do a lot. Let's do a, especially if they make us stay home. Let's just do a, let's see how long we can stay in this room with like. Okay. We can just, we can, we can go and buy as much water as left at Food City and mm-hmm. see how long we can stay in here. Yeah. I call dibs on this piss corner. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the we have yeah. to make a piss corner. Yeah. So dibs on this one. You have to no no no, I'd get this one. You have to find another one. Okay. Yeah. I'll go in the closet. That's fine. Um but yeah, it's it's pretty wild. It's gonna be interesting to see these games without I don't know if you've kinda like seen any of the soccer highlights without fans. It's so weird dude. Yeah. Like they, they do all the pageantry of it, like they do the walk out with them you know, then they announce names and there's no one there to. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, I guess Rick Barnes doesn't really have to worry about it, but the coaches like their mouse. Like you can hear literally everything. You can. So, oh, that's gonna be fun. Bruce Pearl is gonna get teed up like eight times a game. True. <laughs> Very true. That I did not think about that. Yeah. This is gonna be fun. I mean, I'm all in now. But then, like the You're team just... that wins the national championship, they like, woo, yeah. That was a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be the same. No, it's going to be weird. Announcements are going to be awesome. A buzzer beater is going to be nothing. It'll be fun for like five seconds. Yeah. But you know how the crowd keeps it going for like a little while? Yeah, then it's like, oh, well, okay. That died off. The adrenaline's already died off. So I I think of like the uh, Gonzaga game. We beat Gonzaga and Admiral and Grant ran up in the stands. Like imagine somebody running up in the stands. There's no one there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the the families will be there. Only the immediate. So no grandfathers, (laughs) no grandmothers. Yeah, that's... <clears throat> no aunts and uncles, yeah. It's gonna be Henry toe could have br- could have filled the stands. It's true. A, if yeah. He was on a basketball team. That would yeah. be nice. So, but yeah, we can't do that. Yeah, I'm I'm back in though. You got me back in getting to hear the coaches just drop f bombs the whole game. I mean, is I'm it gonna be in. like the XFL? You just mic everybody up. You might much? you might as well. Yeah. I wonder how they. I mean, they're gonna have to. It's gonna be funny to see how they handle that. I didn't think about that. Hmm. am I'm, I'm in. There's gonna be a lot of free throws. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Um, <laughs> players, players are gonna be interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just got back. I'm all in on the. I say to go no fans for football season. Let's hear. Fo- let's hear coaches with the parabolic mics. Well, Vanderbilt have the advantage, right? Yeah. No, definitely home, <laughs> home field advantage. Anywhere they go, they're used to this uh, no noise. You're right. Maybe they'll let them pump in like music during the game. It'll look like just a pickup game.
1: Or maybe they have like.
0: <laughs> Holograms like in the stands, yeah. like like two K. Yeah, there you go. San Francisco, not San. Francisco, well, Golden State <coughs> is playing without fans. Yeah, I think tonight. Is that tonight? Tomorrow night. That sounds right. Tonight, it's not, sounds either right. it's tonight or tomorrow night yeah. that they're going to be playing their first game without fans. Um, so yeah, this is a pretty, uh, pretty interesting. If you're traveling anywhere where the coronavirus, someone has tested positive for the coronavirus, please just don't be an idiot. Just quarantine yourself. Self quarantine. If you so, get symptoms. I'm supposed to go awesome. to St. Louis on Monday. Yeah, I would not go if I were you. I'm probably, it's probably going to get canceled. So, Yeah, I I don't think it would be. It can't be. Maybe it is worth it, but it can't be worth it. Yeah. Like, it, would it be worth it to your company? Because, like, you would go and then they'd come back and you'd, look, you already have it. You're already starting to cough, get the well, respiratory the, issues. Yeah, the bad thing <laughs> is, like, the uh, we've already paid for everything. Right. Yeah. So, no, if, if it's canceled and they refund our money, then we're... A lot of but point, if they don't, then you're just like, well, I kind of A lot of airlines are at least letting people cancel without fees, so you can move that ticket to another date. Yeah. Well, most of them. Or not I shouldn't say most. Some are. So that's good. Yeah, it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see how the next couple uh I guess months right now is kind of the what's in the near future, how it plays out. Before we get into the show though, guys, we are gonna talk about um, spring practice started yesterday and Vol fans are already going crazy like we expected. Mainly for the quarterback competition, or lack thereof, depending on what side of it you are on. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about last season before we. Uh, is this the last time we're gonna talk about last season? Like, uh, have a segment on last season? Are I you don't ready know. to say that? I don't know. Yeah, probably not. If it gets bad next year, we may just reflect on the it, it, year. <laughs> I mean, if they close classes and close spring practice, I guess we have to talk about last. It's Okay, yeah. so we can't guarantee anything, right? Uh, then we're gonna preview the Alabama game. The Vols kick off the SEC tournament at noon tomorrow, I believe. So that'd be 1 o'clock here, is it noon? Yeah, noon yeah Eastern. it's 1 o'clock here. Um, in the SEC tournament, we're going to talk about some tournament predictions. And then we got some baseballs. They took on ETSU last night, and the bats were back. Oh, gosh. They also traveled to South Carolina this week to, uh, to um, start off SEC play, so we'll talk a little bit about that. And then we have some segments. Before we do that, though, Landon's going to tell you all about our friends at Commercial Bank. Guys, Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank, and they're a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life, big decisions, life made better. Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Guys, go check out the official bank of more important issues, Commercial Bank. Go visit Commercial Bank right now. Didn't need it again. Right now, yeah. I saw that. I saw you put the I saw you put the read down. I was like, all right, here we go. He's yeah. getting ballsy on me. Yeah, I'm going He's getting for ballsy. It. Spring practice. Spring practice, man. I don't know if you noticed, but um, Harrison Bailey's already throwing the football. I don't he know if you saw. He threw it. He's throwing the football officially in the number fifteen jersey. How are we feeling about that? I love it. Love is it. Is that the, just the new dog jersey? Just whoever is it gonna, wears is it is just the dog. Did Her- did he? I mean, if we're going to do that, you got to like do something for Jawan Jennings. Jeremy Pruitt publicly loves Jawan Jennings. So I feel like to, <clears throat> he, he, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't value numbers much. If he values the jerseys, though. Yeah. Then he trusts him. If he doesn't, then. Because it did of... have five in it, which Harrison the... Baylor's number five. That's so the that's so... fun thing about spring practice, though. We get to speculate on so many things. So let's start speculating. Yeah. I mean, he could change his number. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about (laughs) it. Let's talk about it like he's going to be wearing number 15. He may not be able to change his number because one other thing Pruitt had mentioned in his press conference, he expects Tennessee to be at 85 scholarship players for the first time since he's been coaching here, which is only his third year. But we haven't been at 85 scholarship players in a while. Yeah. Due to injuries. He he mentioned a lot of stuff in his press conference. I think the the one that really turned some heads was Craig Fitzgerald and him kind of hinting at Craig, Craig Fitzgerald. Right. Uh, Turned down the Alabama. Strength did we give him a raise, too, or did he just flat out turn it down? <clears throat> I think we gave him a raise last year. Okay. So, but I mean, in, in Fitzgerald's defense, like Scott Cochran was, you know, he's been the best at it. Right. So, for him to, you know, go and try to fill the shoes of Scott Cochran, that's probably like Holly Warlick trying to fill the shoes of Pat Summit. I'd also like to talk about how funny it is that Nick Saban's such a D-bag. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember after this season, he talked about how coaches kind of had this unwritten rule about poaching certain guys, and he was mad that Pruitt had poached. I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it, was it, was it Pruitt or was it somebody else? Had poached one of his guys that like was supposed to be an off-limits guy. But now <clears throat> Nick Saban's out here trying to get our strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, and he took, he took Charles Kelly last year. I find it very interesting. I mean it- – are we surprised? It's a, it's a good thing. I mean, with, with the staff that we have, Alabama, the, the dynasty, if, if you will, is trying to take our guys. Oh, that's a good thing. I'd prefer Nick Saban trying to poach our guys. Yeah. But I also just think it's funny that he was he had one of his little you know, Napoleon tirades at the yeah. mic this offseason, and now he's poaching our coaches. So that, and, that's all I'm saying. And they're turning it down. Like That's, that's yeah. huge. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the fact that we were able to keep I him love really that was, was big time. Um, I think I mean, strength and conditioning. It's obviously important to have a guy that's good at his job, but continuity is also very important. Yeah. So you you kept a guy that is it seems to be doing well, and obviously if he's being poached by Alabama, then or attempting to poach him, then they obviously think he's good too. Right. So, but yeah, continuity is very very important when you talk about the strength and conditioning program. So you kept some continuity there. Yeah, and guys that have been in this, you know, Pruitt also talked about the the guys in year three, you know, you can tell that they've been here in this system for three years. Yeah. Um a lot less mistakes, stuff like that. You can tell, you know, guys have just been here. They've practiced, they've been in this strength conditioning program. It's it's just come second nature. And now you're able to get better at football because you're not having to learn and you're not having to learn fundamentals like oh, you were yeah. when Butch Jones was here. So I thought that was interesting. I also thought um, he also said Darrell Middleton's punishment will be held uh, handled internally. I thought we all yeah figured that out. Yeah, we all thought that. Would yeah. Then um, Jordan Allen uh, is moved to tight end. Yep. Outside linebacker. I thought that was that was interesting to me because I know we you know have a need at tight end. <clears throat> we lost Dominic Wood Anderson. Um, usually played. At least one or two tight ends pretty much every play. So you need somebody behind Austin Pope or even ahead of Austin Pope. Um, But I thought it was interesting. He came from outside linebacker, which we don't have a ton of depth there either. Right. We lost one of our best guys there, Darrell Taylor. So that made me think one of those – or a couple of those guys in the outside linebacker group has turned the corner. Or they think these freshmen, Tyler Barron and Morvin Joseph, are going to come in and be able to um, pick up that slack. So I thought that was interesting. I mean, he he did say that he played a lot of offense in in uh in high school. Um, he does have that tight end type body, the 6'4", four to twenty five something right. like that. So, but I just thought it was interesting from a depth standpoint. He he mentioned the depth at the tight end position, but you also don't have a ton of depth at outside linebackers. So that makes me think the outside linebacker group has has come a long way in this offseason. right? So that's what you, that's what I hope anyway. That's, I mean, yeah, definitely uh, hope so. I feel, I feel like I agree with you. I feel like if they're moving them, they have some faith there. So, um, also, JJ Peterson, does he figure it out the spring? I think that's that's the big question that everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know about Harrison Bailey, the quarterbacks. Um, I think Emmett Gooden's another one they want to see. But also, JJ Peterson is one of the most talked about players on campus right now. Yeah, I mean, I'd say everything's kind of being, you know. <laughs> Covered up by the QB situation, but there's definitely some guys that people are keeping their eyes on. Yeah, any linebacker, I think, is someone people are because there's a, like you said, there's a pretty big void when you consider who you lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I just don't, I just don't know. I mean, if he hasn't figured it out to this point, I just don't see him. Yeah, I, it, it doesn't. I don't think it, I. I would be surprised if it happens now. I feel like it's already too late. Yeah, but it, I'm not gonna say it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to say that. Yeah, for sure. I'd be surprised. Um, you also had some number changes. So some of the early enrollees you have: Jimmy Holiday is number ten, Harrison Bailey, like you said, number fifteen, Velas Jones Jr. number thirteen, Cade Mays number sixty-eight, Dominic Bailey number fifty-nine, and then Cooper Mays number sixty-three. You also have Kasim Hill. It will be number eleven. Um, you know he is considered a walk-on, so I don't know how you know that's going to work with him. But apparently, he didn't look too bad yesterday. So For the two minute media period. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you saw him throw a couple balls. They're like, oh, that was pretty good. Right. So Um Also Chris Winkie today. Getting that getting that raise. Yeah, through twenty twenty two. I thought that was surprising. I thought it'd be maybe a one year deal, but you know, maybe he's in with all these twenty twenty one guys. So you wanted to lock him in a look a little bit. Um I also think he was a big factor in getting malachi wideman from florida state so it looks like i mean it seems like with the the amount he got paid it looks like he's holding his own in recruiting yeah i mean I, you said it just on sunday you've said it several times if you can recruit you're going to find your your way on to an on-field position with the staff and yeah they'll figure out the rest from there. recruiting's the most important though and then um brandon davis the incident at Uptown. I mean if you want another reason to never go to Uptown, that's <laughs> that's the reason. Well <laughs> they had the bell for pygmies there. <clears throat> but yeah, no, that I'm curious to see what comes out about that. That's <clears throat> a uh very interesting one. Very weird situation. I just I just don't get like if there was a shooter, why is mm-hmm. no one really talking about there was like a shooter just opened fire in a bar? Well apparently The issue is they can't find him. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah, that's... And then some people, some witnesses claim that he shot himself. But there was no gun discovered, so that's what I don't understand. Yeah. I feel like if he had shot himself, wouldn't there need to be a gun discovered? You'd think. You would think. I don't know. I don't know the situation, obviously. Um, There were texts, multiple texts sent out from UTPD and UT that Friday evening. Friday or Saturday evening? Which one was it? Uh, I think it was Saturday, Saturday evening about a shooter at Uptown or shooting at Uptown. Right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a very strange situation. Did, did Pruitt comment much on that? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he actually commented on it. Not from what I saw. Um, well, I I do think he's just said that, you know, we're looking into it pretty much what the statement that UT put out. Gotcha. We're looking into it and you know, he seems to be making a full recovery. I think he had surgery yesterday. Okay. So he had to have surgery. That's that's never good. Yep. Um so let's get into let's rank these Oh, right, you want you ready to go you ready to go back to last season already? Yeah. I mean, do you have anything about spring practice? I mean there there wasn't no, a lot. It's and, and you're not gonna get a lot. Um Cooper Mays is in a boot. I think he broke his foot in the fall, so he's gonna be out for the spring. How happy are all these uh, (coughs) coaches going to be, these NCAA football coaches going to be, if they get to close off their spring game to fans? But they don't, like, pretty much don't have to do their spring game. Oh, yeah. They're going to love it. They're going to absolutely love it. They're probably sitting there like, yes, please. Do it. They're loving the coronavirus. Yeah. Now, they also got to, you know, next week, I'm sure a bunch of these football players have spring break plans, so. Yeah. Yeah. They, were, they used to just worry about, you know, the Dak Prescott's going and fighting people. Now they're worried about these kids going and getting. And bringing getting it back. Si- yeah, getting sick. Yeah. Um. Maybe you just quarantine them in their yeah. dorm. Yeah, we're going to make our own. We have the money, too. We're just going to make our own beach here. Y'all can party at Anderson Training Facility. Yeah. <laughs> um. Get some sand. Get some. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they can get some girls to come in and walk around. No, never. They can <laughs> Actually, easy. They probably couldn't, like given Yoikes. Oof. Yikes. All right, let's rank let's rank these wins. Okay, we're going back or for, let's go let's go backwards. Let's start at number eight. Number eight. Let's go with number. eight. <clears throat> what you got? Uh UTC. I got UTC also. I mean it was a sh- it was a shutout, so that's good. But uh, it's UTC. Yeah, you beat UTC. and it was like you were just hoping you got that win after the way the season started. Yeah, you just needed something. Yeah, to prove that you weren't just god awful, which we all thought we were god awful. Um, number two or number seven. seven UAB. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that one was uglier. Honestly, that <clears throat> could probably, for me, almost go in front of UTC because it was not a good night. No. at and, least you. And it was – wasn't it cold and rainy or something too? It was rain. I don't remember rain raining the whole game, but, like, it was rainy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that game, Bryce Thompson had three interceptions too. That's what yeah. I kind of remember about that game. Other than that, it was kind of blah. It wasn't good. We didn't have a great time, that's for sure. No. Missouri. Number six, you got Missouri? I got Missouri at six. <laughs> I think this is the game where um, JG won a SEC Offensive Player of the Week. He did. He he balled it. I mean, well, that's another thing. Like, the entire team just absolutely balled out. It was almost – like that one almost gave you hope that you turned to – which, I mean, I guess we won the rest of the games. But, right. But – we also didn't exactly turn the corner. So, you know. Scorpion. Um, and I think right after that was when his ex-girlfriend or whatever released. Uh, no, that was it was later on. No, yeah, that was way later okay. on. It was about that game, but it right. was much later on. Uh, but, yeah, that, I mean, that game was ugly. We we did a good job on defense, but I feel like that that was also a game. You beat a West opponent, which is great. right? And then you um, – it kind of set the tone for the rest of the season to prove that you could actually beat a decent team. Yeah, no, I think that's the big thing about Mississippi State is you definitely, definitely set a tone. Yep. Number three. Number three, I've got Missouri. Okay. Number three, I have Indiana. Okay. I got the, the bowl win, the beautiful onside kick. Eric Gray showing out again. I, I just feel like... This win it was a great win because it was a bowl win, right? You you beat a, you know, non conference opponent, but I feel like we should have beat them by a lot more. Indiana, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So I have them at number two. Mm-hmm. So I'll already I'll just go ahead and jump to them, okay. that and talk about that win too. Um, I have it at number two just because, yes, you started off poorly, but in the end, you know, you did finish up, and I feel like. I feel like you had to so. Looking at – let's compare it to Kentucky because it was one of those like last second goal on stands. Kentucky you didn't have to come back from to win it. feel right. like Indiana you had to come back from. You had to have the ballsy offsides call, plus the execution of it. Or offsides, onside call, plus the execution of it. And, I don't know, it just – it felt like a really good win to cap off the season. And it felt almost like our season played out in the span of one game. Yeah. Like the way it happened. For sure, that, so, yeah, that's a good analogy, yeah. Um, so I have them at number two because we, we were completely out of it, and right. then we just come all somehow, way back. somehow, yeah. like yeah. yeah, out of nowhere. It's not like we got a player back from being because they hurt. they missed an extra point, right? And that's did they? I don't. I'm pretty sure they missed an extra point, and that's what got us going back into it, or or, or that's what was like, oh, we can still win this game, yeah, um. Uh, I don't have a full box score here. I can't remember, honestly. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's my number two, though, Indiana. My number one is South Carolina. I guess yeah, that's your number so one. Yeah, so in the third quarter, they scored 16 points, so they had to okay. miss. Yeah. They might have gone for two, though, to try to get to 23. This is in the third – it wasn't even their last score. Right, right, right. But to try – they might have had a better chart than Butch Jones. Is what, maybe, that's what I mean. Maybe. <laughs> um. But, well, no, they would have been in the hit. They would have so the It, it's it was right after the interception, the kick failed. They, okay, they did miss yep. it. Okay. Um, I was about to say, we were too far behind for them to be worrying about that. Uh, <laughs> they don't need the chart then. Um, so I, I have Kentucky. Oh, okay. two. I, yeah. Yeah, I have Kentucky. Um, oh, yeah. You haven't said that And two, you sorry. mentioned they didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. But also, Lynn Bowden Jr. did as well as anybody could in oh. that circumstance. Um, I'm not discrediting what he did. It's just like they were one-dimensional, and for some reason. And I just love that every year Kentucky continues to think they're better than everybody they yeah. play, and it was just nice to win. Oh, on the yeah, road. no, I know. It was definitely. In okay. that high school stadium they call it college stadium. It was definitely was like, I might have them too low at six. I, I might put them in front of Andy, but I'd I probably put them as high as five. But, I mean, it's just a, I don't know. It was one of those wins I felt like we should have. Won them much more comfortably. Yeah. but And I, I'd never won on the road, so... Yeah. So, it was nice to get that win on the road. The only win I've had on the road... No, I won at Kentucky a couple years ago. Okay. I love how I say I won. <laughs> I did it. All Yeah. It. That one. one... See, that one was nice. The game was over by the fourth quarter. <clears> Everybody <throat> left. The stadium was empty. It was awesome. I loved you Just it. spread out? Oh, yeah. yeah. manspread <laughs> spread. I, mo- I smoked a cigar. Oh. Someone tried to tell me, man. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm manspreading. <laughs> I'm manspreading and smoking a cigar. Um... <laughs> Number Can one, you though, show me what a man spread is? You don't know what a man spread is? You've never heard the term man spread? I don't think so. Like, you know, like me and you sat down like a, on an airplane and you don't want to sit next to a man because, you know, they sit like that. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you meant like all like sprawled out. No, I, mean, no. Like, I don't know what that, that would be like. A hobo spread or something. <laughs> um, no, man spread is just like, you know, you sit, women don't sit like that. Okay. I, I, yeah. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. You guys, that was great for the TV show or TV show, the Periscope, because you all can't see anything, so that was good. You yeah. saw Landon's upper body work. That that was nice. Yeah, the man spread. Yeah, or man the spread. hobo spread. That was the hobo spread. Yes, yes. Um, number one though for me was USC. I just felt like we absolutely imposed our will on them. Yeah. And you had two quarterbacks play really well. Obviously, JG got hurt, so Shroud to take over and played really well. Um, I don't know. It just felt in hand. For at least most of the game, there was a, obviously it was like a really good game, but at the same time, it's like felt fairly comfortable about it for the majority. The South Carolina game, yeah, so that's yeah, why and that, that's game. that's where Jawan balled out. He could not be tackled, could not be stopped. Yeah, and Daniel Petuli had the game of his life. We were down at the half before, and then went unscored upon in the second half. So beautiful. Can't ask for much more. You can't. Yeah, that, uh, when, I, I think we blocked the punt, right? Tyler Bird blocked yes. the punt, and and then uh, Daniel Petuli picked it up. Does that sound right? Maybe not. Was it the one that went beyond the line of scrimmage, though, and was just down? <clears throat> like it got blocked but went beyond the line of scrimmage? No, he. so somebody blocked one, and Daniel Petuli recovered it in the end zone. Okay, so I guess that was it, then. You can see that I've forgotten a lot about this past season. You can't blame me entirely. Yeah. You can't. Um, anything else about last season, those eight games, tell us your favorite. First off, it was good second. to win eight games. Good to win eight games. <laughs> drop in the comments. Tell us your favorite win. If you want to type and tell us why, please do. Um, yeah. Type, actually type and tell us why. And it, if it's good, we'll share it on the show here in the next. So, uh, next Nathan, couple seconds. Nathan Stewart said, we need to hear your thoughts on the coronavirus and how it might affect future events around campus. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. Yeah. So if you want to hear like our full thoughts on it, just re-listen to the podcast tomorrow or, when it's done, just start over. But we'll talk about it a little bit here. Yeah. Um. As far as it affects campus, the first thing <clears> is they'll just say no fans at any games. Softball, yeah. baseball. Right. That's the first step. I imagine before they cancel anything, that, that'll be the first step. Which, did you see the Ivy League canceled I've, all spring sports? Which I think. They canceled all spring sports completely? Yeah. yeah. See, I can't believe they just didn't go to cancel or, you know, not allowing fans in first. So maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a similar step taken. I can't imagine, since they're allowing March Madness to happen and people traveling, that they wouldn't just allow no fans before. Yeah, I mean, the Ivy League's got to be a lot different because they don't have the TV deals like the SEC. And right. But still, Big they cancel. I mean, they still have so much money involved in sports. Oh, yeah. It's like it's wild. So they cancel baseball, for instance. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy to me. Yep. And, hmm. and then, uh, I mean, they, they just crowned the – the yeah. conference champion. If I'm and so if, so, can the conference champion not compete in the NCAA tournament? Now? They shouldn't be allowed to.
1: But if they canceled... said They
0: said they got the auto bid, so I imagine they're going to be allowed to. That's wild. Yeah. No, they should not be allowed. If I'm any other school in the Ivy mm-hmm. League, especially if I was hot at the end of the season, I'm pissed. Oh yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, the coronavirus obviously is having a big. It's going to have a much bigger impact here in the next few weeks if you don't start seeing cases diminish i don't think you will there's no way to i mean because there's no the only thing you can possibly do right now is not spread it and with people going out and about to work to school it's going to spread just because that's the way it works i mean my my thing is and i know the bigger crowds i guess but the fact that you're not going to go you can't go to the game so you're going to go all pile in at a buffalo wild wing somewhere does that that See, that's my argument. Like, if, if schools decide to shut down, let's say, for instance, like a county school decides to shut down. Mm-hmm. Then you have to close down the, like, you have, otherwise you're not doing anything to prevent it. If you don't make main event and the jump parks and the yeah skating rinks closed, too. Because then they're just. What about par- Walmart? It's- par- or Walmart. Pa- parents aren't, as a society, we're not smart enough to go, we're sick, we need to stay home. Or yeah. there's a potential that my child is carrying this, or I am carrying this disease and could spread it to others. And that's why we're where we're at. Yeah. Like the person who, like I said, I think I said on the show, if I didn't, I said it to you, like the person who came back from Italy and just lived their life. Like it was normal instead of just being intelligent and corn, either going to the, either going to the hospital or quarantining themselves for yeah. minimum 14 days. So yeah, I'm curious. To, I mean, what happens if we find out a NCAA basketball player has it? Well, he's been in all those arenas or well, yeah. she, or she's been in all those arenas. hmm what if a staff member has it? I mean, I understand why they're, statistically they're trying to limit the chances of it being spread, but at this point, it could still be spread. So right. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I would imagine you won't get seasons canceled until at least you see them not playing in front of fans first. Yeah. So I think it's possible, like UT, if they decide to go away from to online classes, I mean, there's a chance that you see no fans at, UT baseball the rest of Wait, the Wait, does does this online classes thing, does that hurt? Because weren't they coming up with a cure anyway? So does that, well, hurt, the, does that hurt the cure? Because they're having to I stay in their the dorm? <laughs> I imagine the researchers at ORNL are still actively. Okay. <laughs> I imagine they're not being told to go home. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't – the online thing's interesting. I'm sure a lot of people are cheering. It's only until April 3rd, not 3rd. I don't know if I told you that before the show started. It's only until April 3rd, not the entire semester. Um, so, yeah, I'd, it's going to be interesting to see. But, yeah, we, we did talk about it yeah. quite in depth before the show started. So, yeah, go back to that. Um, but that's pretty much all we – the only comment I have for now. So Yeah. Preview Alabama. Yeah, before we get into to that, uh, we had some awards with the basketball team. Obviously, Eves Ponds was named SEC Defensive Player of the Year with his 73 blocks this season. Guess how many he had last season. I'm going to go half that. Half that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember like 40-ish. 30? Yeah. He had 15. Wow. <laughs> Did you not feel like he had a lot more? Yeah. I mean, just like his. Dang. Like, come from behind blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like 15. 15. I, I, I expected you to tell me like anywhere between 25 and 35 when I was at half. That. Yeah, so. so he he averaged like 0. .4 blocks per game last season, Dang. and and this year it's like 2.4. I mean, that's got to be the best. I mean, he's got to be Defensive Player of the Year, right, overall? Oh, yeah, in the SEC, it. I'm talking about NCAA. Oh, I don't – It's got to be close, right? You'd think. Statistically, it should be. At six six. if they include that height in there, yeah, got to be. Right. That's, that's insane. I mean, just – I mean, th- this kid couldn't even, and, and his offensive game is coming along. Um, right, but I mean, he could. All you could do is dunk and jump. Um yeah. But now he's defensive player of the year, and he has. I mean, yeah, he he's definitely brought his mid range mid range game around. So. Yeah. Um, and then John Fulkerson was named All SEC second team. I didn't necessarily disagree. I mean, I, I thought everybody on the first team probably deserved it. Um, and there's a lot of. Guys on second team that I thought was pretty good, right? Just got a call. Um, you should answer it. Who is it? It was Brody. Oh yeah, we should definitely should answer. <laughs> it. Saban Lee made second team. I thought that was wild. At least he didn't get voted for Coach of the Year by Mike Wilson. We're gonna know later. Wait, people voted for okay. Yeah, we will. Never mind. He did. He wrote an article on why he did. I'm not reading that article. We'll talk about it later. Okay, we'll get into it later because um, I gotta save it. That's all. That's all. I have two, so we could talk about it. But let's let's is that all of our awards? Did you read them all off? Yeah, you like did. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Alabama. Last time we faced them, one by one. I feel like it was a close game. That like, if you don't turn the ball over, though, it's not a close game. So, which Alabama's played a lot better lately, but I, can a team who's has played a little bit better offensively, a li, maybe not better, but you've at least been. You've secured. You've taken care of the ball more. Yeah. So can an offense that does that? I mean, the, do the bad thing about I'll take that back. They lost to Vandy in Missouri. Alabama's been terrible. I thought they. Yeah. Beat, I thought they beat nah, somebody big at the last game. They've been pretty bad. Um. But the the bad thing about Alabama is every weakness that Tennessee has, Alabama has that as the, as their strength. They shoot a lot of threes. They have quick guards. Um. They score a lot of points. We do not score a lot of points. Um, so it, it it's definitely gonna not a be, great matchup. Yeah, it, it's going to be like which way is it going to go? But who, better, who dictates the game is going to win the game. It's a better matchup than Arkansas, which <clears throat> I can't remember how it would have fallen. But we could have we either played Alabama or Arkansas. Yeah, and I would rather play Alabama than than Arkansas. <clears throat> so. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So uh, that's the good news. I do not want to see Mason Jones ever again. No, I would not mind never seeing him again. Wouldn't mind it. But Alabama is first in points per game in the SEC. They're first in three points made, three points assisted, three-point percentage. John Petty is he's their leading rebounder, which is weird. He's like 6'6". Um, he's first in the conference in three-point percentage. Shoot. Um, in, so our that, last, in our last game, we had 13 turnovers, and they had 20 turnovers yeah. in our last game against them. I think John Fulkerson had 22. Is that correct? So, I mean, we, we just need to dominate the paint. Yeah. I mean, they they don't really have a, a huge inside presence, so that's something we can – like I said, John Petty's six 6'6", and he's their leading rebounder. Yeah, Bowden also had 20, which helped – he came alive in the second half of that game, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And really, we don't win that game without him. Right. I think of Alabama as a less talented Auburn team without a big man. Yeah. yeah. Just a running gun – Live by the three, die by the three. Um, right. It looks like they're dying by the three right now. <laughs> but, I mean, we thought that about Auburn, too, and they came in, in lit, the Thompson bowling arena and hit every single it up. Yeah, so we, we just got to do a good job of defending the ball handlers. That's speaking to you, Viscovi. Viscovi right. has to be able to defend a quick guard. Which he's. I think is his game speed starting to pick up. Like yeah. he's, it, he looks definitely a lot more comfortable, especially defensively. But he got eaten alive against Auburn. Yeah, but so did everybody. But yeah. yeah, he was um I think Auburn if they play like they did against us, they've got a really good chance to once again make a deep tournament run. Yeah, absolutely. So, who knows? Especially if they that. leave Dowdy any little bit of space, he's gonna take it. Right. Um but Tennessee's gotta have a big game from obviously John Fulgerson, Um a better defensive game from Viscovy. I feel like they have to get something from Jordan Bowden. And just side Jordan James has to play like he did against Kentucky and Florida. Not not necessarily against Alabama. I don't think he just has to do that for us to win. But if we're going to make some noise in the SEC tournament, he's going to have to step up. Right. And it was weird. Like, you you thought the the light bulb had came on Yeah. with him. And then the Auburn game came, and it was just back to when he was injured. Yeah. Bad. He started off pretty good, yeah. I mean, it definitely wasn't a great game from him, and that was an issue. Yeah. So. yeah. I think he was, like, one for six with three points. Yeah. Yeah, it was one assist, three rebounds. I mean, it was just so out of character for him. Especially those last two games that you saw when he was averaging, like, 13, Yeah. 6, and 7. We need that. I mean, we need that kind of tournament from him. But right. I guess it starts with Thursday. We need that kind of game from them. So, and please, please don't leave shooters open. That's the most right. frustrating thing I think our defense does. It's like we cover four guys so well, and there's always that. There always there's always seems to be that one guy that's wide open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yep, go, in. go in you you keep, win, go win, and then you gotta win. You gotta win. Then you you still have a chance to extend the season positively <laughs> if you go take if you go. Yeah, I mean, make some noise. If it's NIT, it's NIT. I mean, you're playing more basketball. This team, yeah, this team, it's not going to hurt playing more basketball. This team desperately needs more basketball. Yeah. Desperately, I mean, it's ugly basketball, but we need it. <laughs> um, that's hmm. all I got for Alabama. Yeah, me too. Early tournament predictions. Did you, I should mm-hmm. ask you this too SEC tournament or just overall? I'm thinking just like a just a shot in the dark. Like, who do you think might win the the whole thing? Oh gosh! I Man, mean, now I mean, the now the underdogs have sort of a. I I don't I, think that I don't think there's a huge disadvantage for underdogs now. No, this is the season for an underdog to go win more because I feel like your top teams are even almost average. Well, yeah, and and the crowds not in it. Like, no. it's, <laughs> yeah, that too. I, which I I think like. There's teams like I think Kansas is a very complete team, mm-hmm. um, one of the few complete teams in the country, mm-hmm. uh, just in terms of they have a very solid front court and back court. And like I mean, when you look at a team like Kentucky, they don't have a very solid front court and back court. Any or they have the guys too, but any given night, you know, yeah. they have lousy guard play or have lousy play inside. Like it's not. I, I feel like Kansas looks more like a complete team than just about any team in the country. Yeah, I think so too, and that's probably why they're going to be the the number one seed. Yeah, I just like I feel like it's anybody's game. Like there's there's no. besides Kansas, there's not like one team. That I'm like, oh, that team is super good, super talented. Right. We'll Baylor's probably the make closest the thing Four. to it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't even know. Like, is the Big Twelve isn't that good? No, Big Twelve is not that good. But so, but Baylor's looked pretty good all season. <clears> so right. Um, and I mean like Auburn, Auburn if they can play the kind of basketball they played the last week. If they go back to how they were playing two, three weeks ago, they're in trouble. But if they play basketball how they mm-hmm. had the last week, it's just how how long can a Bruce Pearl team sustain this kind of heat? I'm yeah. not convinced. I mean, last year I wasn't convinced, so they're going to have to prove me wrong again. I think LSU could make a run. Potentially, with yes. uh With some experienced guard play. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what March Madness is, is experienced guard play. Yeah. is I was about um, to ask, is Michigan State going to get in? I want to see Cassius Winston. Yep. They're three seed. I was like, what are they ranked? Yeah. Well, that's another weird did. team.
1: Yeah, but I want to see
0: I want to see Cassius Winston in the tournament <clears throat> again. That dude's a baller. Tournament's gonna be weird. It's gonna be very strange. I'm excited though. I'm like, I kinda wanna watch now. This seems like a fun experiment. Yeah. Seems like a fun experiment. Let's move on to the baseballs. Baseballs, baby. Number 20 in the country. Moved down a little bit. Um, but hey, we're still in it. We won last night against ETSU. The team from Johnson City 17 to 5. Um, Camden Sewell got his first career or first start of the season. Um, he is back from injury. Him and Christian Delashman had a uh, pretty solid outings. They combined for six innings, four hits, nine strikeouts. Um, and then obviously 17 runs, the bats were freaking loaded. I mean, they could have, they could have cut into every single one of the bats and there would have been tennis balls or something in it. Cause right. they were hopping off the bats in the rain. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, But uh, so we had 20 hits. I think that's the most since like 2016. Um, Four home runs, 10 extra base hits. He had eight players with multiple hits. Uh, Al Solari looked like the preseason All-American we thought he would be this year. Um, He had two home runs, four RBIs, three hits. Um, Zach Daniels had three hits as well. Um, Evan Russell and Landon Gray, nice name, um, both had home runs in the game and uh, both had three RBIs. The Vols have 31 home runs on the season. Yeah, that's stout. Leading the nation in home runs. I mean, the one that Al Solari hit last night, I mean, like, I legit think it could have landed in the river. Dude, it was a blast. And he knew it the second it touched his bat. Oh, yeah, bat flip. It didn't even come off the bat yet, and he was, like, gone. (laughs) Yep. Oh, my gosh, he freaking pissed on it. But, I mean, this. Easy. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) Easy, R. Kelly. Oh, God. (laughs) Dangerous. Um, so this weekend they are headed to, I guess, supposed to be headed to, um, South Carolina in Columbia to take on the Gamecocks. Um, they'll start that series Friday at 7 PM South Carolina. I don't think that they haven't really beaten anybody. I think they lost a series to Clemson. So they're not a great team by any means. They're one of probably one of the lower teams in the sec, but it, it's going to be a good gauge to see where Tennessee's at. You know, yeah. they're they're at the top, and then that Wright State series kind of humbled them a little bit. So, hopefully, that ETSU game was some momentum headed into SEC play and we're able to carry that into Columbia. I'm pumped, though. Let's do it. Let's get it going. SEC I mean, it, play. I'm it, a little it, nervous, this, especially after last weekend. But Yeah, this is what you live for. Yep. I mean, this is the season right here. I mean, this, this is what gets you prepared – for the NCAA tournament. Yeah, you're going to find out a, a lot about this. Yeah. I'm just reading. I was, I was scrolling through Twitter to see kind of what was going on with this coronavirus. They're talking about moving, or initially right now, moving the Final Four out of Mercedes-Benz and into a smaller venue in Atlanta, which I'm like, why well, go to Atlanta if you're worried about the coronavirus? There's several cases there. But moving past that, <laughs> they're looking to move into small and even regional sites could be moved into smaller venues. I'll please play a March Madness game in a high school basketball arena. Please. I need it. We can get them in. Yeah, I got the key. I yeah, got the key. Let me yeah know. we can get them in. We can get you in there. No problem at all. It's oh. it's pretty, it seats a lot for a high school stadium. We don't need like it to seat it. a lot. That's true. We just need like what, 30 seats? That's it. Oh, the I'll lighting's be. good in there. I'll be there. The, the lighting's good. You may need to bring your own floor in, but the lighting's perfect. The light is, or the floor is terrible. They just need to, they just wax it. It's like a freaking slipping and slide. It's awesome. Landing towards ACL <clears throat> playing on it. I know. I had to cross you up, though. Okay. (laughs) You got anything else for the, anything baseballs before I do this quick ad read? I don't. All right. Well, let me tell you guys about Simply Safe. Home security, there's only two ways you can go when you talk about protecting your home. That's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way the best way that's the simply safe way it's everything you need in a home security system it's award winning protection and it's a two time winner of the cnet editors choice award simply safe blankets your whole home in safety you get comprehensive protection for your entire home outdoor cameras doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home those doorbell cameras are wild oh yeah they can weird. see everything be careful with the doorbell cameras they see everything my parents have one it's super weird yeah pretty creepy they also have glass break uh, glass break sensors to guard the inside you barely notice it's there but when it when what's truly remarkable is you can set up the system all by yourself anyone can do it it takes 30 minutes to an hour tops and there's absolutely no trade-offs for your safety you'll have an army of highly trained experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24 7 the best part it's only 50 cents a day no contracts it's why the verge calls simply safe the best home security system guys if you want to be safe use simply safe Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60 day, day risk free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to use simplysafe.com slash team. There's no I on team. You're going to have help from the people at Simply Safe. M and E. There is an M <laughs> and E. That's Simply Safe. And that's a good thing. You can install it by yourself, but you got a full team to help you Oh. when, it, when it's after that. Okay. So that's simplysafe.com slash team. Go check them out. Keep your home and your life secure. Let's jump into some segments. Yeah, let's do some Jumbotron. Jumbotron first. I'm ready for it. So we're going with TV shows or movies that you like, but maybe other people don't. Yeah. And I went from all the way from like, maybe people don't care for that are like, oh, that's not a great movie, all the way to where I'm like, that people, I get why people hate it. Yeah. It's not a good TV show, but I like it. Yeah. Number one, you want to start? Yeah, I'll just go with what ended last night's The Bachelor. Yeah, no, you should not be proud of that one. (laughs) I mean, it was a terrible season. First of all, here's some... But hasn't that been how, like, all The Bachelors have ended? Maybe. I've only watched, like, two seasons. <laughs> From but, what I'm gathering, it's like, it seems like that's the normal Like, they thing. never turn out to be together. But then, like, especially last night, so I ended up, I actually <clears> watched some of the last episode. Yeah. And it's like, I hate that you're dating other women while you're saying you're in love with me. I'm like, that's the whole premise of the show. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I just don't... I just love the drama. Like, it's, the, it's a great comedy. But it, when you get to the end, there's not as much drama. It's all just about emotional crying and my, stuff. My I favorite part was that. the dad interviewing Madison. <clears throat> yeah. Super weird. No one would ever do that in their entire life. No. No one. I loved... <laughs> my favorite part of the whole thing was... he. So he proposes to Hannah Ann. Sorry, I'm I'm spoiling it. I'm spoiler. sorry. spoiler alert. You should have watched The last night. It's the finale. Yeah. You should have You don't watch it. it live, you don't even yeah. count Landon's book. Yeah. So, so why are you So uh he proposed to her blah blah blah. He goes back to his family and he FaceTimes her and it was right. like we're so excited blah, blah blah his brother super weird like Peter's weird he's like a broke you sure you can handle not it was like, well, with Madison, he's like you' sure you can handle not having sex yeah for like six months did you go party on the weekends yeah you know <laughs> you know you go out to the club and go line dancing I'm like that's party going to <laughs> yes it is I guess so um that's a ca- I'd like to go to that party right. um anyway but the guy he was sitting over to the side and so he leans in to the picture and was just like I love you, Hannah, or we love you, Hannah, and goes back. Yeah, that's bad. Dude, it was so fake. I didn't see that, but that's bad. Weird. Every, everything's creepy. And
1: everything's Barb, so weird.
0: The mom, oh my God. Barb. Barb. Don't be a Barb. Barb. Love her. Did you see what she said? She was just being a B word. She was. <laughs> just a B word. Bring her home. And then she's like rolling her eyes about some other girl. She's like, good Lord. I loved it. At what point does Peter just like tell his mom, just be like, mom, please be quiet. You're making everything worse. Just be quiet. (laughs) But yeah, Bachelor's my number one. You go ahead. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds, that's a great movie. I don't think people hate it, but it's like so many people were like, it's not a good movie. I'm like, I think it's a great movie. And I love it. I quote it. Damn, these things are fast. It's one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies, (laughs) which I feel like it's definitely like not one of the better Adam Sandler movies, but I love it. Yeah. We also have like weird taste in comedy. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Um My next one, uh, is another T V show and a lot of people are just like, dude, that sucks. And it's Arrow. I've watched yeah, every no, season of Arrow that's and that's it's it's thing. not a great show, I'll admit that. But I'm hooked and I've I watched it from the beginning and I stayed with it. Yeah, no, that's a really, really bad movie. <laughs> or T V show. Yeah, it's not great. It gets worse too is the bad thing. <laughs> You're like I'm, it's got me no that's my last TV show That it's a terrible TV show but it's like they've got me hooked. Yeah. Like they got me. Right. I don't yeah. know how they did it but they did it. Yeah I just like Stephen Amell is a great actor but TV shows just like bad. everything else is just terribly written. Yeah. Terrible. It's bad. My next one my third or second one sorry is another movie Anchorman 2. Oh. First off if you don't have an appreci- appreciation for Anchorman I don't know why you bothered you going to the second one. There are people are like, I hated it. It's terrible. Did you like the first one? Not really. Then why would you like this one? This one I feel like you had to love Anchorman. And you would have loved Anchorman too. Black. I don't care what anyone says. Suicide makes you hungry. <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. <laughs> oh, it's on cruise control. That's not what that means, Ron. <laughs> Again, can quote it all day. Anchorman two is a phenomenal movie. But I get why people don't like it. Especially, but you like you like the first one better? Oh yeah. Okay. By okay. far. Okay. But, 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 but a that, lot of people like the first but one. But I'll argue that. The first one is a phenomenal movie. I would never classify it as a bad, like, as a movie people don't like. It. Okay, yeah. Whereas, like, Anchorman sense. 2, I get why you wouldn't. Gotcha. Just like Mr. Deeds, I'm like, I get why you don't like it. Yeah. But I love it. So. My next one, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time, but people just don't have the same feeling about it that I do, and it's heavyweights. Yeah, I'm with you there. Not, I'm on the other side of that. You don't think it's a good movie? You're the fattest kid in comp. <laughs> It's funny. I, I, tell, I mean, it's funny. It's just like, I, it's not a movie I'd turn on. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is funny. I agree. I, I agree. I wouldn't turn it on, but it's funny. You deviled log. <laughs> My last one, I don't even know if it's on Netflix anymore. Friends from College. I don't think I've seen that. Terrible TV show. Oh, okay. I, I loved it. I watched like, I think there's two seasons. Robin from How I Met Your Mother's in it. I don't even know right real name. Oh, okay. And... What is Peel. What? What's the uh, Key and Peel? Not Jordan Jordan. Michael Peele? Michael Peel, is that his name? Michael Key. Michael or Key. Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel, okay. Michael Key's in it. Oh, okay. Terrible T V show. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they got me hooked though. They, they hooked drew me in. Yeah. I yeah, I don't even know what I it's on it. anymore. I no clue it. what it's on. Yeah, I, there's TV shows and movies that do it to you though. I, mean, like, I was I was literally like This is my movie. <laughs> I was saving or I guess not saving, I was DVRing. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. certainly a thing. It is still? Because yeah. I, I usually just say like this show and it takes me two oh, okay. episodes. So I don't, I don't know if you like recording Oh, big like guy that. with the voice command. Yeah, All right. know. you know. Think you're better than me? We'll, we'll flex on him. Um, but I was doing that on the CW with a DC show. That's terrible. Yeah, that's bad. Like just thinking about it and like running it through my head I'm like, man, <laughs> I have no life. This is a bad movie or a bad <laughs> TV show. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. 100%. You know a movie I did hate that a lot of people liked? Just on the reverse side of this? The first Avengers. I think it was good. Yeah. I thought it was a bad movie. I thought Avengers 2 was phenomenal. I don't even remember what it's called. Age of Ultron? Is that Age of Ultron? The second one? I think the second one was Age of Ultron. Yeah, it was. Phenomenal. Great movie. First one, though. See, a lot of people think Age of Ultron sucks. The first one's good. I went and saw the first one in the drive in. The same night Cars 2 was playing at the drive-in. Cars 2, way better. Oh. Yeah. That's not even a hot take. That's just a take. That's a lukewarm, average take. Ouch. Hey, Cars 2 is good. Don't hate on Cars 2. I'm, I'm not hating on All Cars right, 2, right. but like. They go to Japan. <laughs> I don't know. I remember that right off the top of my head, but they do. What's the third one? They do something. I don't know if I've seen the third one, and I'm a big Cars fan original cars. Cars 2 is the gra- is it the Grand Prix? I think it's a Grand Prix, but yeah. So like they go to Italy and stuff. Okay. Maybe cars 3 is the Grand Prix. I honestly don't know if I knew there was cars 3. There is. I don't know what they do though. I love that I'm looking this up for this sh- right now. <laughs> <laughs> um it says they're competing in the Piston Cup. <clears throat> Again. Oh. Again? Piston Cup's race Maybe the 95 car cars prepares to three. compete on Piston Cup Racing's biggest stage. It released in Russia first, which is hilariously. <laughs> like, what? I can't imagine Cars 2 has a big following. In Russia. Yeah. I would no, think- he's, starting, he's starting to get old in Cars 3. So, I think he's racing a young buck. That's what it is. Oh, Okay. It's, uh, so he's the new doc, proving that number 95 isn't through yet will test the heart of a champion on Piston Cup racing's biggest stage Ka-chow. he's blindsided by a new generation of blazing fast racers oh. the legendary Lightning McQueen is suddenly pushed out of the sport he loves to get back in the game he will need the help of an eager young race mechanic with her own plan to win inspiration from the late fabulous Hudson Hornet and a few unexpected turns oh my God. We're we're gonna watch this we're going to watch Cars 3. After we watch Heavyweights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. Stupidity is an epidemic. Stupidity uh, is an epidemic. We're just going off on that tangent. Yeah. To start it off. This right? is what we do. We just go off on tangents. My first one, I'm going to start us off hot. <clears throat> Our boy Wes Rucker. In the foreground, Trey Smith. In the background, a 6'5", 250-pound human mammal who looks tiny in comparison to Trey Smith. Yes, Wes, that's how perspective works. Trey Smith in the foreground is going to look bigger than 95%. No, everybody in the background. This is the picture. If you, It's on my Twitter page if you all haven't seen it. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, look at the manager behind him. That manager's probably not that short. But he looks like it because he's 30 yards behind Trey Smith. <laughs> just like Landon's taller than me, but if I stand closer to the camera, I'm going to look taller than yeah. Landon. Yeah. <laughs> or just as tall, depending on how close I am to the camera. Come on, Wes. What am wrong? Um, my first one is Clay Travis. Um, he says, Bruce Pearl owns Tennessee. There's a strong argument. The worst decision in Tennessee basketball history was ever firing him. I don't think we had a choice, right? You had a choice, but like, you had a choice, but I mean, he was going to be suspended for, I think, was it a three year show clause? So you wouldn't have had him coaching for three years. Right. So yes and no, you did have a choice, but you Kind of didn't. Yeah, I don't so, know. So how was that? That here, could be the biggest Right. Here's my issue with people who are saying history. you shouldn't have fired him. It's like, so you're saying Tennessee basketball should have expectations every year of competing, but you should have taken three years off from those expectations to wait on Bruce Pearl? I don't know. Yeah. So it's a weird situation. <clears throat> I like Bruce Pearl when he was here. I'm not mad at him other than for lying and having a barbecue. <laughs> and being on the court all the yeah. time. But, like, I don't know. I don't think it was the worst decision I've no. ever made. I mean, Donnie Tindall. I would was. say hiring Donnie Tindall, <laughs> Tindall afterwards could be argued as the worst yeah, decision. That's what I'm thinking. Um, my next one is Mike Wilson for saying that he voted for Jerry Stackhouse for SEC Coach of the Year. <laughs> if you did that, fine, but don't like blank, Don't lie or I mean, it, sorry, don't tell on yourself and say that. If it was anybody other than Jerry, like if it was the same record, but just a different person, it wasn't Jerry Stackhouse. It was. God, I don't know. God, yeah, I'm probably (laughs) say it was Donnie Tindall, and he wins like what three games in the three games in the SEC in the SEC. You you would vote for him. I'm all about going voting for the coach that's done the most with the least as coach of the year. I'm not saying like a lot of people vote for what coach won it. I'm not necessarily saying that should be the case. Sometimes it should, but like let's say John Calipari. Yes, he he had a new team that had he had to learn how to play with, but like he had a bunch of five stars and four stars. Yeah. You said Buzz Williams before the show when we were talking about it. Yeah, Buzz Williams is who I would have voted. He did the most with the least. Yeah, absolutely. And if there hadn't been, like, let's say Buzz Williams didn't have that year, then it's probably John Calipari is probably the obvious pick. Maybe Bruce Pearl. But yeah, it's not Jerry Stackhouse. It's definitely not Jerry Stackhouse. God, no. Definitely not. He would probably be the last. Dang close. Yeah. Dang close to the last. But so, I mean, him and Conzo Martin would be definitely at the bottom, too. Yeah. That's a bad take to vote yeah, for him. That's bad. And then to defend it. Any worse, <laughs> take the time to write an article about it. It's bad. Um, I'm just gonna say this one, it's kind of a stupidity because it's not really a tweet. But Patrick Beverly, um, his comments on garden LeBron James after the Lakers beat the Clippers, um, they asked him about what's the challenge in garden LeBron James. He's like, No challenge, no challenge. Patrick Beverly had two points, one steal, and was negative 16 from the floor, or on the floor. I'm just like, what? My, he was minus 16. It's terrible. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's a terrible.
1: No, terrible ju- no from, challenge. Terrible
0: take from Patrick Beverly on his own. I goal. mean, like, that, that's, if if you say that and, like, you are a great game, fine. You say that right. at the heat of the moment. But you say that and you sucked on the floor, no. Come on, man! Can't do that. Can't do that. Good news is nobody will be able to see him play bad for the rest of the year. So, <laughs> <laughs> I have some uh, questions, real quick. Okay. Do you have any more? No, that's all. That's, okay. that's all my stupid. Uh, that's all mine too. Um. So we have some questions. So, Preston Shelley says, "Who will have the most receiving yards this year? If we beat Bama in the SEC tournament, can we beat Kentucky again? Most receiving yards? I think for me, it has to be Josh Palmer right now." I'd have to say Josh Palmer. Yeah, I mean that could change, right? Maybe, um, you know, maybe Velas Jones is, but right now you can only assume. I yeah, think Josh I-, I think with the way Josh Palmer was playing at the end of the year, you gotta assume him. And there's no really other returners that could make it. <clears> I would bed. love for us to get a thousand yard receiver. Yeah, it would be nice. We were so close last year. Yep, so close. yep. And I think Josh Malone was super close too. Was... I think I think he was like mm-hmm. right around like 952. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we beat Bama in the SEC tournament, can we beat Kentucky again? If you beat them once, you can beat them twice. Yeah, you prove that you can. You I prove just, you can. I just don't know. I don't. I don't see us being that good offensively. Again, I'd be very surprised. we got like what eighty points, we've only done that yeah. like twice. You're asking John Fulkerson to potentially score twenty-seven again. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely possible. It's on a neutral court. Um, you know, who knows where Ashton and Hagen's will be. Yeah, by the time, weird. yeah, by the time the game comes, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely don't hate it. And then you're playing; you also are playing on back-to-back days there, so yeah, it definitely would not would not be easy. Uh, but beat Alabama, see what happens. Yeah. So. Um, and then B. Hauser says, "What are the chances we get Jeremy Banks back?" Haven't really heard much. I expect him to probably be back this fall. Um, it, it seems like he's on the turnaround, made a kind of complete 180, um, if, if you will. Just doing the right things, I guess, to, to get back on the team. Right. Um. So, yeah, they probably give him another chance. I, I think Jeremy Pruitt really likes Jeremy Banks and wants the best for him. I think that's obviously – that was obvious that he was the first phone call Jeremy Banks made during that police thing. Yeah, um, I don't know if he gets back on the team. I don't know that situation. Apparently, he's still enrolled in school, so I'd say there's a small chance, at least. Yeah. There, I'd say there's a chance, at least. I don't know how big the chance is. Right. Um, I don't know. It's a very interesting situation, because there was a lot more than what was released publicly by like Knox News in the article. There's a video that's pretty bad. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a second chance. I'm not saying he won't get it, but it's definitely going to be an interesting situation. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Oh, um, I also had... No, I'm muted. That's all I got. Sorry. That's all you got? Yep, that's all I got. All right. That's all I got, guys. Thank you all for listening. Um, Vols play tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yep. Tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Um, baseballs travel to uh, South Carolina this weekend. Be healthy, please. If you're not, stay at home. Quarantine yourself. Obviously, you can't. Can't go to March Madness. Hey, that's the good news is Tennessee didn't make it. They knew we wouldn't be able to go with them, so that's that's what it is. Yeah. That's all. They just wanted to stay home with their fans. That's fine. I get that's it. all it is. No big deal. Yeah, wash your hands, cough in your arm, poop with the door closed. I don't know. <laughs> Unless you live alone. That's the good news. That's a good thing about living alone. Yeah. Um. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.